0: You're exactly where you need to be. And you're listening to ADD Comedy with Dave Razowski. Today is a very special edition of ADD. My dear friend and my mentor, yes, he's my mentor, Michael Gelman, left Second City after many, many years. And, well, he kind of hung his tile up, up in Canada. And uh, that's where he moved with his wife, Deborah. And they're starting anew. I wanted to honor Michael by rebroadcasting this awesome interview that he and I did at my house in Chicago. And we had such a blast and uh, our producer emeritus Ian Foley, you're going to hear him laughing in the background. Michael congratulations. Michael, you are a, just a guiding spirit to so many of us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy this dedication to Michael Gelman. It's not live. It's not streaming live, but what, what we do is we'll take it and then uh, Ian will edit it, just edit it in terms of sound. But there's been a couple times where we've had to take certain things out where someone will call later and go, that thing about naming my daughter by name, her name, and she's six, we don't want, you know, let's, gotcha. know, let's get that out. Or someone would say something totally appropriate but it, it it could easily be taken out of context um, I don't know if that makes sense um like so they never work in ta- you know <laughs> LA again well you know they're known they're known they're known you know somebody so, who would say something where do we know each other from I did second stadium. Yeah. I never had you as a
1: teacher, but I... Oh, that's good. So you don't have any, like, prejudice <laughs> or preconceived, like, this
0: fucking prick. Like, Gelman,
1: really? I saw him I remember your right. face.
0: Gel- really? Michael Gelman? <laughs> but you've seen Dad so many people around. Um, you've seen so many... I, I. For me, it must be worse for you because a number of things. But, Are we starting? That's what I said. Oh, starting, we've already started? That's what I said. We've already started. Oh. And, and the thing about already starting is... Again, so, <laughs> Richard Label would always go, like, because he, he loves the podcast. So, really so
1: we're, we're on now. Right
0: now. We so, began. Have
1: we started? Here's the thing.
0: When we're done, <laughs> I will tell you what we did, and then you'll know that we if, we, if we end, that implies that we had begun.
1: Oh, my God. It's like a circle. It is or a circle. Or no, it's a line. I don't know. What's <laughs> a line but a part of a circle? I just <laughs> got out of my car. So, like, I thought we talked first. Good no, to see you, David. No.
0: that's why people. If we, if you'd gotten here at, at at 11 instead of later on, which doesn't doesn't bother me, we would have had the schmai. But I don't like the shemay because the schmai sometimes gets. Like, takes away from the this that we've got right now. You know what I mean? Where you go, oh, we've, we're all schmied out. We're totally schmied out.
1: So I was thinking about you today, this morning, because I, um, I buried my both my parents. Not buried. We did, did like, a ceremony. Mm-hmm. And but then a memorial service this me weekend. Say, I'm I'm going to say, you, you, your parents were buried. Um, no, they they were cremated. Actually, I mean, without getting into the weirdness yeah. with it, but well, if, but you, if you're a with no. Them, okay. last, they they uh, both my parents um, were agnostic, and both mm-hmm. of them chose cremation. Mm-hmm. And both of them, my dad didn't give a damn, right? And, but my mother wanted their ashes spread at the arboretum in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. which is um, I understand against the rules. It's not against the law, mm-hmm. but the I University um, of mm-hmm. Minnesota owns it. So yeah. we spread them there, and the, the, we just kind of don't, don't ask, don't tell. The, i just just thinking about that very thing about ashes today.
0: So, because I don't think, I, I was, I've been thinking a lot about, it. I live alone. And I will, c- certainly I'm anticipating they're going to um, uh, live longer than my parents. And I don't have children, and I'm not married. And I'm going to have to deal with, someone's got to, <laughs> I'm going to have to make it so that someone can deal with my, remains, my corpse, and I was thinking, when somebody is cremated, do, it, do they ask you, do you want the ashes, or do they just say, well, of course we're giving you the ashes?
1: I don't know. My brother lives in Minneapolis, so he kind of handles uh-huh. that, right? and uh, you, so, I know he had the, the ashes in boxes, right? like in cardboard boxes, it was right. really weird, in his living room. So For, for a I, long time. Well, so they died last, uh, late last year. And then so, you've got to say, you've got to go, what are we going to do with this? Yeah.
0: There's probably a lot of people who have did the same thing that you did at the Arboretum, but other places where it's like, all right, tonight we're going to go out and we're going to spread yeah. mom and dad's ashes I think over so. by the Mall of America, because they love going there. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> right, right. That because was so most, Minneapolis as a that's reference, what I did, David. I know, that's why I did that. A local flavor, a little local flavor for Jill Bernard and all those people up there. Um, but uh, so you're you're going somewhere else with that, and then I hijacked it. No, Twitter.
1: no, not at all. So you I said mean, you were thinking about me, and because it? I was thinking about my dad right. and my mom, right. and they both went like within thirty days of each other. How, you know, it's what, how, how would that feel like? It was it was um, it was odd. It was a well, really odd is, an, odd is such a, an umbrella word. Um, okay, um, it was. Um, uh, oh. It's hugely complicated for me internally, but here's the deal. Um, last October, my mother was very, very sick during mm-hmm. April. I don't know if anybody gives a damn. No, notice, I remember that
0: because I remember Christine Niven had, had 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 sent some word out saying send blessings to Michael yeah. and his family.
1: Well, my mom was very, very ill, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad. She was in ICU. She was in hospital for like eight, ninety days, and mm-hmm. then ICU for a hundred days. Mm-hmm. So it was like months and months and months oh, of boy. rehab. Right. And <clears throat> during this time, my dad sat by her bed. Every day, like you, like a good guy does. Right. Or oh, like a
0: love, like someone who loves yeah. somebody. does, And, else, and
1: right? it, there was that too. Right. <laughs> yeah. He he. Uh, they loved each other. They dug each other. Right. And um, uh, so uh, he finally goes to the doctor mm-hmm. um, after all this time, and he says, uh, "Well, you've got lung cancer." He says, "Do I have enough time to learn how to play the piano?" And they didn't get the joke, and they said, "No, I don't think so. You got you got a couple months." <laughs> And, he, <laughs> and he and he did, and he had a couple months. He had a couple months. Uh-huh. He had six actually. So, six months. Yeah, and so by that time, my mother got out. So it was it was it was really odd. So my mother, who was supposed to die in the in the intubator and all that stuff, right. like where you think, okay, this is it, right. it's going to fly in, you know, does that sort of stuff. I was back and forth to Minneapolis, like the dozens and dozens. I know Highway ninety four between Chicago and Minneapolis really well. How long does it take? Uh, six, uh, what time of night is it? <laughs> right. So it
0: takes six hours. To six
1: hours right. minimum, or right. Uh, max. Uh, you know, if you're going 100 miles an hour and you slow down at Toma. Right. For I'll those people that. who are traveling between Chicago and Minneapolis, Toma. Is where you can get a ticket. Slow down in Toma. <laughs> they earn all their money apparently for Toma. From- Did you get ticketed in Toma? No, I'm not since I was 20 in my 20s. And your 20
0: got ticketed in Toma. There's a country and western song. I was 20. I got ticketed in Toma. Is there really? No, but it would be a good one, right? It
1: would be great. It's alliteration. Yeah, they they drive you in. Do you have a hundred bucks? we can if you got a credit card we can handle it right now oh boy and they have oh the little boy. thing the shuk shuk right. thing right. and they... right they don't make that noise anymore the shuk shuk thing is I, from a while ago that's I when they they, they they do it shunk. on their phone and yeah, then they exactly. have all your then they have your whole mastercard right there, so right, so right right
0: right right <laughs> i've been doing the uh, i've been doing the paypal I, I don't know that it's called this but certain things are called this and i think that it matches that thisness, so i'm going to call it this a dongle and it's a little triangle, and it has a little mail thing that you put in the end where you put your headphones into your iPad, and then you could swipe cards. So in my classes, when I do my job in classes, people do that, and I swipe it. Everything is different, Michael. Everything is different. <laughs> Everything is different. It's all different.
1: Well, that's why, was, anyway, the, the reason I was thinking about my parents was because I was not remembering your dad. Yeah. And, and you, uh, you had a bachelor uh, party. yes. Which I remember to this day, like often, like maybe several times a year, it will. I will be reminded of the guys that went to the racetrack, yeah. and and uh, what an incredible. Fun day. You were there at my bachelor party,
0: which was just yeah. so, such an honor to have you at my bachelor party at Arlington Park Racetrack. Yeah, I was remembering your dad. Yeah, yeah, and who I interviewed on the podcast a couple days ago. Excellent, crazy. <laughs> he wouldn't. He, he kept making jokes. It's like, Dad, stop it. But he called them stories. You know, so I got a story. All right? There's this Indian. It's like that's not a story. It's a joke. All right, it's like a story. No matter what you call it. It's a joke, Dad. All right. No, no, no. All right. There's a story. So there's this old Jewish woman. It's like that. That's not how you start a story. That's how you start a joke. Um, and then he would, you know, words are so important. They're just so important. And, and 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 one of the things that my dad was talking about, he was saying one thing, and I was like, "Do you mean this?" And he said, "Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm using that word for this." And, and I was like, "But well, I'm not understanding you." And one of the things, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in here. This is such a lovely way to a lovely little valley that we can hit here. Um, one of the things that I love about working with you and listening to you and listening to you teach and, 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 and direct uh, is how important to you words are too, like listening to tone and listening to words and, and, and the emotional content mm. that's all behind that and how no, like for me, what I've learned from you, and I've learned so much from you, and I tell people that you're my mentor. I just want well, to okay, you know that. You really are. I get choked up. It's and I really walk kind of it, you. but it's Thank really you. true. And I don't know if you know. And I had Cheryl Sloan was sitting here the other day too. And I'm, just for everybody's uh, edification, we're in Chicago. And Cheryl Sloan was sitting there, and I said to Cheryl, and I'm saying it to you too, because the um, the number of people's lives that you have changed is phenomenal.
1: Well, that's so kind. Thank I met you. a
0: woman named Allison Stinchfield. Do you remember Allison? Sure. Allison said you changed her life. She said you changed her life. She said that you wow. talked to her after class and you changed her life.
1: And that. I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> but she good? said it's really a good life. It's oh, a very good. Like, life. It's you didn't like meet her right. like a street woman. No, or no, no, oh, no, okay, no. It good, wasn't good. a cocaine <laughs> dealer or anything
0: like that. It was like you changed your life. So it was it, like to, to think about that, and then to think like the way that you think about my dad, my, the way that you think about my dad at my bachelor party, what you think about bachelor party. There are things that come up periodically, and I go that feels that that's a really great feeling. But that's also a Michael Galvin thing, like. The people that we have had—when I say we, I mean me and Mick and Label and um, and all these students—Pascuasi, Pascuasi, right? Yes. And all these great students that fucking got shit from you—that just so 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 hardy and awesome. It's really great. I I just got to tell you that and
1: seen oh. <laughs> thank you, know? you well i and, and <laughs> I, I still want to do liquid lunch yeah i know <laughs> who was that that was that was me and label and and Mick. And, and, and david and david pass grace was there a lady um there there was uh, i'm shot sh- I'm, I'm really ellen's dunking yeah yeah boy she's good oh my god she's but all these i people think she's one of actors. the best i know i do and, too and people don't really know cuz she doesn't stray too far away from um, uh, annoyance right. is what I understand, no, no, but, no, 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 no. but boy, I am uh, an eternal fan of Ellen Stone. Yeah, I think she is one of the best. Yeah, yeah. And being in Chicago, uh, she and and uh, uh, who else? Um, uh, uh, Lynch, uh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch is one of. Th- Was she your to- student? Um, no she was well, she was it, uh, we briefly worked on a, a project I was doing at the organic uh-huh. on uh, it's called the abortion project and mm-hmm. it was kind of messy but um, Jane was is I one I'm one of her biggest friends uh, Betty Thomas Jane Lynch right. some of these some of the women that of uh, that aren't really um uh, well Jane is but some of them aren't really well known right. for how how good they are at acting, right. and, and what great actors they are, and, and what great improvisational actors. And the acting is so important. But, but
0: for for me, what I loved about working with you is it's all about the acting, and it's always about the moment of the acting, and it's all about the story that comes out of, and, and there's certain Gelmanisms that I use, and one is, <laughs> one is the, we don't know, that so like... o- <laughs> you don't know what the scene's about till it's over. Like that idea. And to surrender to, you don't know what the scene's about till it's over, so that you can unfold and fully evolve within the scene and not worry about any of that other bullshit.
1: (laughs) Even when you know this, even when you've memorized the script, you shouldn't. Right. Yeah. Right. And to be in that moment. And
0: you always hammered, like, what are you feeling right now? What are you feeling right now? What are you feeling right now?
1: And I was wrong. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? How are you wrong? I don't know. I'm okay. not. No. All right. Okay. I, I All i right. you know, I'm just thinking it's, it, there's such an evolutionary... Uh, process right. to all of this stuff, uh-huh. and uh, uh, it, it changes and transforms. But there's some stuff that stays the same when we're talking about improvisation, and, uh, and I think it's the same stuff that holds true for theater actors, uh-huh. for acting. Uh-huh. for Good acting is good acting is good acting, regardless of whether you're improvising. Good acting is good acting with, with or without text. Right. So this idea of... Having a character and having an emotional life and being being focusing out and being in discovery mm-hmm. and reacting and making your act, your reactions truthful. Right, that's truthful, truth, truth. I've I've started this thing truth versus real because so many students are coming in saying, "Well, that's not real." Oh. It's like you know, and it's like you got to go back and remember Dell, who was saying you know, guys were coming into his class in those days, maybe thirty years ago, mm-hmm. going. I've got a giant banana up my butt. Right. And right. he's going, hey, do, is that what you really say to the girl? I mean, really? Is that what you want to say? Because I thought you were trying to get laid here in right. this scene. And you're telling her you've got a banana up your head. It might work with someone. Right, right. <laughs> what would you really say? Right. And he'd say, well, I say I love you. And i right. try to get in her pants. Right. It's great. Right. OK, say that. Right. So he started saying, say what you'd really say. And that got translated somehow over the years because it's guys who learn from guys who learn from Dell. It's like Meisner. Right. You know, and right. it's so far removed that they don't even know what, what Dell was fighting against.
0: I believe that, and I say this... Anyway,
1: so it's true. Right. And I, I'm right. interrupting but it's no, like... No, no, no. To, to, to finish the thought, it's like this idea that it's not about being real. It's about saying real things truthfully. And there's a huge difference between real and truth. So I'm really pissed off about that You're instance. truthfully pissed off about I'm, that. You're I'm, not really No, I'm on. truthfully pissed. <laughs> that, and that's real.
0: No, I I, I, and I that told you, is real. Right, right. And uh, that takes you back to words. Right. right. Words. That's I'm listening to what you're saying. because uh, they're gonna help me. They're there to help me. Those words are there to help me. So when we use shorthand or when we and I understand shorthand because you know it, it shit Down, but I also believe that when we shorthand shit, we are also letting go of some of the information that's necessary when we explain
1: something. No, we're in a letting long-hand. go of the humanity and the heart and the soul and the, of theater, of communication, of of sharing stories. I mean, that's what we're doing this for. It's what your dad did at this table. Right. We share stories. Right. That's what we do. We're storytellers. So we dramatize those stories. But when it comes down to it, we create characters. Telling you know, dramatizing story isn't right. that a wonderful job? It really is. It, and, and, and so, and, and then there's there's so many people want to just forget the fact that it's about a character,
0: right? In that moment, at story. that moment, that's for me. I look at it and I think the the harder you try to tell a story, the less the story comes out. Yeah. Because for me, I don't. I want you to show the story. You know, Biola, I don't want you to tell the story.
1: But you know, if you go back to the Talmud, Viola. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, which a lot of people, even teachers, don't even know who she is. I know. And and they're teaching some of her stuff. Right. Poorly, sometimes, or sometimes brilliantly. But they're not. The they same thing with Meisner, her. too. Oh, yeah. Right, but keep going. Yeah, uh, Meisner. <coughs> uh, um, I, I'm sorry, some of the Meisner stuff is so self indulgent. And it's not what Meisner taught. Well, it's stuff with Dell stuff. Some
0: people <laughs> who take the Dell things and they become so, I, it becomes a cult of personality then. Oh, yeah. Or
1: well, it becomes, Dell told me he was going to do it. We're right. getting high. Uh-huh. In his apartment, you know, probably trying to figure out how to let grapefruit head out to the fish that was out and back because he was behind a fish restaurant. Okay. He was behind a sushi joint, uh-huh. so his right. cats ate really well, <laughs> and and uh, uh, came back and pooped in his house. So that was it was fun. So it stank, and Dell was there, and we were pretty messed up and he said, um, if Elron Ron Hubbard can do it, I can do it. Improvisation's a religion, and I'm gonna be the Jesus Christ of improv. I'm like, you're not gonna be the Jesus Christ, and he goes, okay, I'm gonna be the Elron Hubbard. <laughs> the Elron Hubbard of improv. <laughs> of improv, <laughs> and he is. He did it. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. He created it into a cult, a religion. Right. He created himself as the guru or the deity of that group of that cult. And he is quoted and, and revered as as unto Christ.
0: And I uh, those people those like uh, those of us who really or Moses know, he brought the tablets right. of improv down from right. the mountain. It yeah. was it I I remember I remember listening to it because I just come back from Performing in prisons for a year. I was 25, 26 years old. Gotta remember and, you doing that. Yeah. That, that
1: bus, that bus the truck oh, you yeah, were doing. right, right. It was like, David, you have to get away from <laughs> the Step away from the bus, please. <laughs> Step away from the bus.
0: But that's where <laughs> right, I met Ellen Stone King. Oh, yeah. Sean Landry. Um, I mean, there were a bunch of us that were over there. Yeah. Uh, but I remember coming off of that and, and, and uh, working with John Bergman, who is the head of that program, and then going over to work with, with, with Dell, because I didn't work with Sharna. And I, I was looking around, and people were just uh, looking at him like, oh, Dell said this, and Dell said that. And I mentioned it the other day. Two years I worked with him, never fucking knew my name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have heard that so many times. My like, guys it's like, honor him as being a guy that guided their life right. and he didn't had no idea no
0: and and, and <laughs> but it's really hard and I don't know if people it's it's everybody's got their mishagas everybody's got their craziness you know at the end of the day I don't want to be anybody's guru all that I want to do is be able to listen to what the fuck is going on and look at the world and pay attention to the world and be inspired by everything that's going on and, and also to expose and because this is what I do and I, I expose people to to what it feels like to be inspired, and that's the way that I look at it. Yeah. I look at I'm looking at that little thing where it's, I'm watching an actor do this, and then I watch them make a change, and I go, that right there, that's that change. And then they go, jump the fuck on that, jump the fuck on that, yeah. be present
1: to that. And that's just one. That's just one of many approaches. I mean, there's there's <clears throat> the hub is really great acting, right, right. And so how many spokes go into that? Hub in the center. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out a lot. I mean, Sharna's—you know—developed this whole thing and with Dell at I/O, oh, and there's uh, all over the country, all over the world. I mean, I just got done teaching in Rome. You and, did? Yeah. And I got actually I got David turned David onto it, so he and TJ went over too. It's a friend of mine from New York, mm-hmm. and um, uh, she lives in Rome, and she she uh, has this school. Well, anyway. Um, they're all talking about impro, and I taught in Paris, in London, and they're all talking impro. Right. Impro. We're right. going improing. Yes, right. we've got this impro group, and we impro every Wednesday. Uh-huh. You should come to our impro class. It's very fun. Improing is all over now, you know. We're improing. We pay we pay Keith Johnstone a thousand pounds a month for the rights to impro. So if anybody else tries to impro in London, we sue them. Yeah, you know, and Keith, and it's a shame that Second City. Stole impro and changed it to improv. And they really believed that, and they really said that, that Second City stole impro from Keith Johnstone, and that um, uh, and Keith invented impro. And they impro everywhere in Europe now. <laughs> and I just want to wring their neck stop calling it impro, I'm going to kill you. Words. There
0: you go, no words now. Because <laughs> I remember hearing words, being going, impro? What's impro? What's impro? And apparently, everybody, it's the soccer of the football. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, most of the world likes soccer so i think we're screwed well we are screwed why don't we, uh, let's well, drop that
0: b drop that b drop the b everybody let's <laughs> improv i don't really like the word the way it
1: it's like norm holly is like all over the place now when he auditions he goes okay people everybody up on stage we're going to improv <laughs> <laughs> he just has so much fun oh. saying he loves playing with that word <laughs> right right right
0: <laughs> look at all the people that we've worked with michael it's crazy all those people it's crazy how many people have gone through second city it's Crazy, like we're we're spreading out, and nobody. I I didn't see it coming.
1: I didn't see the spreading out of him. Nobody. Yeah, Dell did. Del we saw it didn't see out. it. We right. always thought we were second banana. Um, kind of theater, you know, in the backwash right. of the theater world, right. and and theater world considers not even part of the theater world. We are part of the stand up community, right? And isn't it interesting that improv? I mean, Sharna changed improvisation to improv, uh, impro- improvisation to improv, because it didn't fit on an eighth page ad. In the newspaper, right? Uh She needed to shorten it, and Keith was calling it improv. So she said, "Well, I'll change. I'll call it improv because it fits in the ad and it's catchy." Look at that. And you know, so when we first started, when she first started io, and uh, borrowed it, stole it from David Mm Shepard. And I say that having confronted her with it about two years ago. I said, "We stole, you know, the whole. You stole io from David Shepard." She goes, "Well, somebody had to. He's crazy." (laughs) She's she's absolutely right. And I love David Shepard, but she was right, and and she and and so it was Dell and I. Uh, I was teaching with Dell, and we both had our classes. And I was doing that long form right. stuff we had developed in Canada, and Dell was doing um, his his uh, his Harold stuff because he called everybody from the San Francisco committee and said, "Do you mind if I take Harold and explore it?" And they said, "Go go right, for it." And I right. gave him permission, and so. <clears throat> and she goes, okay, Michael. We're going to call your classes long form, and we're going to call Dell's classes Harold's. That way, they'll know the difference. So she
0: came up with the word long form.
1: No, I had been calling it long form because I didn't. It, the The idea was that it was a long time on stage. Right. That you had to be on stage for thirty minutes. Uh huh. And so, it, it, and and it was like a one act play, which right. Dell had commissioned me to do he sort of you know. but it, it, he, he but you came up with
0: the the term long form yeah
1: we were calling it long form in Canada and I uh-huh. say I meet we right because there was a bunch of us there's like 30 of us and guys from Stratford every Saturday morning we do these incredible workshops in uh-huh. T. L. Uh-huh. Um, it's all in my book David right uh, but, heard, but, but, but yeah, yeah it's, so I didn't say the name of the book uh uh-huh. Process. Right. Process. Or process. Right. Process. Process. An yeah. improviser's journey. Yeah. In, yeah. Where yeah. Which and, Peyton Daily, my AD, came up with. She goes, "You should call it process." Right. And she was one. She was. Gosh, what a great. <sighs> and now she's teaching at Second City. She's really, really good. Look what happened. Yeah. So uh, the. Um, so we, anyway. Uh, the, 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 no, we, it was. It was became anything where the lights weren't, going out. Right. Because, oh, you had to sustain it. So Harold became long. Everything became long for him. So long as you didn't have scene, blackout, scene, blackout, scene, right. blackout, blackout, right. blackout, blackout. Right. song, scene, blackout, 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 which is the, song, oh, which song.
0: Is, which is from the, uh, the vaudeville era. Yeah. That still pulled through. Well, you know, to I've been time. calling
1: it improv uh, 4.0 Uh uh-huh improvisation 4.0 because the first was Viola and her kids and the second was Second City with Paul Sills and we uh, everything was seen everything was comedy right Um, and then 3.0 was this long form stuff that was like Harold's and everything that was like uh, more filmic everything became very filmic very short it's actually short form strung together by a theme right Uh but uh it's long form and then this 4.0 which is just fascinating, because it goes right back to what it was, which was Commedia. Mm-hmm. So it goes right back to Scenario, and it's Larry David, Curb right. Your, I mean, that's Scenario-based, and and uh, 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 Chris Guest, right. Christopher Guest is all Scenario-based, and Michael Lee, Michael right. Lee out of England with Secrets and Lies, right. and that is brilliant it's stuff. All, it's
0: all also, uh, it, like, you can't do that if at the base of it all you don't have the trust of the actors who are doing it and if you don't have a good ensemble you can't do it You won't be able to do that sort of long-form stuff.
1: Yeah, and or know- you have to pay him shitloads. What do you mean? Uh, well, is not that a replacement for an ensemble. You pay everybody, and they come together, and they they, come, they yeah, show up on time, yeah, I, I, I know what great. you're saying, But I'm also saying,
0: like the people that are there, if they don't have, if they don't have at the core of everything the trust of it
1: all. Well, and I, I think, think there's that... a reason Christopher Guest. It, it was it, it uses all Second City. Yeah, it, it was great. You know the restaurant scene from um, uh, from Waiting for Guffman. There's the re- yes. restaurant scene with yes. the two couples. Yes,
0: Eugene Levy, uh, was it right, uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And Willard and, um, uh, and, and, uh, and now, I, of course, I'll forget her name because I'm old. Right. But um, I was watching the scene, and I went, oh, I've worked with all four of those people. It was like, <laughs> Yay! it was so cool. Right. And it's because we have the Second City Connection with right. Christopher Guest. Uses that I mean, all the people are second. Almost all the people are Second City, and it's because we know how to do that stuff. We are it, trained to do I that stuff. I love
0: what Kelly once said: "Is like we're not an improv school. We're not a comp. We're not an. In, we're, we are at the core of what we do. I'm just, I'll just cut
1: to it. Is we're theater. Yeah. I think that Second City, in in particular. Isn't it funny that I still say we, yeah. even though I never work. I don't work there anymore. Yeah. Well, because it is a we. Yeah. So I'm walking um, with um, one of the uh, guys that came before me. And we're, we're doing a picket line at, at Paramount for for the Writers Guild. Mm-hmm. And so we're picketing Paramount. I go to L.A. to visit. I'm there for like two days. I go see my old writing partner. He goes, come on, we're going to go picket Paramount. I said, I didn't come to Los Angeles to picket. And he goes, you're picketing. You're part of the union. You're picketing. I went, all right, all right. And so we're sitting there. And he's we're walking, and he's going, uh, well, what are you doing, man, now that you can't write? <laughs> he goes, well, I've got an acting gig, and I'm directing this thing over here, and then I'm, I'm you know... We're he said, walk, 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 walk. He said, what, what is it that makes us Second City guys think it's because we can do... What is it that we think we can do everything? Right. Walk, 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 walk. I guess it's because we can. And it's, <laughs> I, uh, I was, right. Oh yeah, so, right. So it's and it's nice and, and it helps to make a living, right. Because we we can earn some money writing, and, right. And you gotta have a lot of irons in the fire to be a jack of all trades. Yes. And that's what we. I mean, we were trained day after day after day. There's nothing like doing it every day for ye- several years. And somebody saying to you.
0: I'm going to, uh, here, come here, we're going to do this. And you go, what do you mean we're going to do this? And to say, we're going to do this. I don't know how to do this. Yes, you do. Come here. You'll, you know, you don't know yet that you know how to do this. Yeah. And the idea of saying, it's the encouragement of an awesome, where, you, where you, you meet someone and you then meet, you meet someone really, really cool. And then you meet their parents and you go, of course that came from those people. Of course, because they always yeah. said, what do you want to do? I want to be president. Great. Then yeah. let's see how we can. And work Second
1: that out. City isn't the only place. Of no, course, there's tons of stuff. I, I mean, my wife, that. Deborah, comes out of Lambda. Mm-hmm. Well, right. they, you know, every other minute on TV, she's like a second city guy. Oh, I went to school with that guy. Right. Oh, she's great. Uh, you got to be watching PBS to see this Right. Mind right. You. But it's like, uh, oh, right. I went to school with that guy. Look, oh, she got a gig. You know, right. and we do the same thing. Right. And it's even if they came like 10 years after you, you're going, oh, great, they're working. You see them in a commercial. Right. You feel so glad right. that they're like, they got a gig. Oh and my god. And they're like alumni. Well, that's were why you... we call ourselves alumni, I think. I mean, speaking of words, second city people refer to each other as alumni. Second city alum, right? Alum. Yeah. It's not, it's not It's
0: a really good feeling. And that's why yeah. some that's why for a while there, and maybe they still do, I don't know. Um, if you called yourself alum and you weren't,
1: you heard from people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a I remember Joe Flaherty used to tell a story, it's his story, I shouldn't say it, but apparently he was in this audition, he was auditioning people for some film, and this guy comes in and says, I was Second sitting, and goes, oh, you were? Uh, I don't remember you. He goes, oh, yeah, I was in this show and this show. He goes, well, that's funny, I was in those two shows, and I, I don't remember you in the cast. And he kind of shriveled and split. But, you know, it's, it's... I think the
0: same happened, the same thing happened with Jane Morris. Where she said she met somebody in an audition, and maybe it's apocryphal, I don't know. She met somebody in an audition, and she looked at this woman's resume, and she goes, Oh, you were in Second City, yeah. Second City ETC. It's like, Yeah, I was there. And and the woman said, Jane said, "Um, Well, what show was that? And the woman said that, and and she said, In Second City ETC. And she said, Yeah, (laughs) because my husband and I created that theater, and we're in that show, and we don't remember you. (laughs) And Jane says, The woman put her thing in her purse and walked out.
1: Well, and and so this idea that you can, one, have an institution or a place where people can grow and learn. I mean, I used to think of Second City as getting your master's. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever you did, right. you go to Second City, and it was like getting your master's. It
0: would be nice if it was recognized or your in the universities. It would be nice if it was recognized in universities, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. It would be nice to have that accreditation. Well, it's also you can teach and make a lot of money teaching at the university level if you have a master's degree. <laughs>
1: By a lot, you mean lower middle class. Well, I I mean, Michael,
0: I've auditioned for three programs, one here. Auditioned. I applied for three <laughs> programs. One here. Yeah, in the real recently. world, David, they call it applying for yeah, a, yeah, a position. Yeah, right, You're not auditioning. No, I was, odi- <laughs> was auditioning. I made an ad- I was right. auditioning to be <laughs> a, a bagger a, a at Jewel. Yes. Right. <laughs> 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 I was auditioning for a busboy. Um, but, but I, I didn't applied. It, well, I put, I, I put my CV together, and it was for, uh, it, it, you know, it, it was pretty much like comedy sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, a tenured professor, a tenured track, and I looked at all their requirements, and I sent it in, I redid my CV, I, 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 I showed people who were from Long Beach, to, you know, at the, at the Long Beach uh, University, uh, California, Long Beach, California, uh, the Central Valley, like people over there, I don't know, name names, and um, I sent it out, uh, thinking, it, I don't expect to get a job, but it'll be nice when I interview, I didn't get a fucking interview, No.
1: Yeah. Now who, yeah.
0: who knows why?
1: But well, part for me, of the tenure at it like, track. I mean, well, there's, the, there's uh, you know, I mean, without getting too heavily into the university but system. But that's what
0: I'm saying. You need to have a terminal degree in order to get that going. So, yeah. But it, it, you know, if you don't, we can't. But those of us who have that experience, who aren't able to share that with
1: anybody because we don't have a terminal degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I mean, the, the, there's there's a lot to be said for not being in that kind of an institution and dealing with that kind of. Um, uh... That kind of intense paperwork and and the requirements and the PC and having mommy and daddy's going why did my kid get a D It's because right. he never showed up for class Well, it's because he's got a condition It's like get out of here You know I mean it's just <laughs> we, it's, hear it's we hear enough We a lot so of that already crazy. Right. And so, for you, or for those of us who just kind of teach workshops to people who want to take them and don't want to necessarily aren't twenty-two years old, right? Don't want to go into a university right. system. Right. Who just want to get better at the work, right? And, and or better do it, in the world? Yeah. Um, it, it, how fun is that? And I love. It's really fun. You know, fun. I love. The reason we teach is to empty the vessel, as it says in the Bible. Uh-huh. We empty the vessel so we can fill it up again. And unless you teach, you can't empty the vessel. Right. And nothing new can come in.
0: That's really true. So you And have that's that to evolution, teach. that 4.0 that you were talking about yeah. as well, is we're all we're all part of that evolution. Yeah. And if we hold on to it, well, we turn into cranky old man, get the fuck off my front lawn, yeah. people.
1: I'm doing a workshop for the Unscripted Festival in New York at um, uh, the end of this month. And uh, what we do is we take, uh, last year we did Aesop's Fables. Mm -hmm. This year we're doing nursery rhymes Mm -hmm. as metaphors. Mm -hmm. And we workshop for one day. They create, they break into small groups. They create their own play, right? Like short, but a little a play based on a nursery rhyme, uh-huh. and Jack and Jill, which is obviously a metaphor for every couple trying to survive in a marriage today. And you know that kind of, right? Not to be too cynical about it, um, but those kinds of things. And then they present the play that night. Right. So they go from never knowing, having not known each other in the morning, mm-hmm. to doing some workshop, to creating a play, to putting it up. That night,
0: that's right up your
1: alley, and, man. Well, and that's... that should be what—that's what we do. Yes, I know. We dramatize an interesting, intelligent story with a point of view, um, and 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 frankly, it's it's. I mean, Jeff Sweet would kill me for this, but it's the new playwright, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why yeah. pay
0: royalties when you can make it up yourself? Well, it's the digital era of dissemination of information. I, well, I know, but you've been doing this for years and years. You know, uh, uh, the idea of putting together an improvised play or creating material through improvisation, strongly mm-hmm. with a, a huge, a, a, a strong foundation and a, and, a, and a strong basis in terms of. I mean, uh, again, I go back to this understanding. Uh, Acknowledgement of the emotional content in that moment. What are you feeling in that moment? And that, for me, is the most beautiful thing, to see somebody be honest and truthful then. You start giving me jokes, or as my dad says, tell me stories, I am going to pull away from it because I feel like I'm not part of
1: it. And then we have that whole misunderstanding of that, too, which is... How am I feeling, you know, as opposed to how is my character feeling in that moment? You know, there's a real difference between people that go on late night talk shows, and and some actors will go on those late night talk shows and say, (laughs) "Well, I um, I come into the room and Michael Douglas is in there, Mm -hmm. and then we have this thing about uh, 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 Joe Keefe, who's our son, right? Right, right, And it's like what? And it's like, uh, and other actors come in and say." Well, I play a character named uh, uh, Fred who comes in and talks. And Michael Douglas, who did a fabulous job, by the way, um, uh, is, is, uh, is Old Man Harrington. Right. And Fred and Old Man Harrington have this talk about um, uh, their, Joe their son, played Keith. by Joe Keith. Keith. Right. You know, and, and so it's like, oh... Okay, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, because now they're talking about the character they're right. playing. And it's not an I. Right. And people say, well, how can you distinguish? You know, there's that whole school of thought with how do you distinguish? Oh, my God, right. And it's like, well, because, you know, it's you are not playing you. No. They, no. This character's had different life experiences you. And who than you the would, fuck you didn't to play go, you? And you cannot always channel their, you know, like, Wait a minute, you didn't live in 1890. Right. Your character does. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Just saying. You know, and so this, this, the, it can get so indulgent, acting can get so indulgent. Um, but isn't that also about what do you uh, the, the the idea of sh- of just short circuiting
0: all the rest of that that needing to know what your character's motivation is and all that as opposed to right now what are you feeling right now and and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what,
1: what, doesn't what you're matter? feeling right now well no it does because i it, used to teach that and i've changed i well, told you i changed well i don't know i don't know i've, I've taking a class from you
0: I, uh, for me i feel what are you feeling right now because that's your emotional But i content. can't get
1: into that kind of examination so what did you just do? Do right now is that truthful? What, now, does that mean? what did to, you just do? Right what now? did you just do? Did you what fall you just, down? Did right. you jump up and down? And did if you, you jumped you up and down,
0: because that's all physical, right? If so you after you jump up the and fact, down, well, I can okay. go. What, are you, what
1: were you feeling? Right, after absolutely. The fact?
0: Right, right. But ultimately, it's about your feeling. It's not about you jumping up and down.
1: Yeah, and maybe it's about action. What is it? Was that my phone that went that, off?
0: My phone doesn't make I'm that, such a that jerk. That I, I, I
1: told you I had turned turn right. it off, and then I did it. No, no, I... It's so not how she says hi. hold on. I want to, hi, it's, hi. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah.
0: <laughs> um, I want, like, like, that right there. All that stuff right there. Because it's not, for me, it's not about what we just did. It's not about the action that we just did, because then we're going to fucking talk about the action. You just jumped up and down. Why? You're angry. Who are you angry at? Me. Hold on your point of view. Still be angry.
1: You know what I mean? yeah, but it, it goes hand in, to me it goes hand in glove mm-hmm. because there's this t- two studies and we didn't talk about this, but I just read about this. Uh-huh. There were two studies done in England a couple years ago. Um, and it's, it's all this stuff I say in class, but it, it, two of these this study went, it was both studies started out trying to prove that 80% of communication between a married couple that had been together at least 10 years, was Mm nonverbal. They found out, both independently, that 90%, 90% of all human communication is nonverbal. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. And I'm going to say, I'm going to bring
0: it to to my world, because that explains why the last relationship that I had, it was a long-distance relationship, and we only had the 10% of the verbal in, in spite of Skype. You, you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. and that relationship lasted lasted a couple of years. But ninety percent is nonverbal. If you aren't present to experience yeah. that, well, and then
1: you go, then you're dealing with memory, right? Which is also so. There's another study so that was mem- recently done uh-huh. that says that when you you have an event, uh, your da- with your dad at your uh, 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 bachelor party, bachelor party right. at the racetrack. Right. I can remember that, right. but I don't remember that. I can remember it a year later, and I can remember it a year after that, and a year after that, and I can remember it three months ago. Right. What I remember, it turns out, is not you and us at the racetrack. What I remember is the last time I remembered it. Right. So right, it right. it's like the right, telephone right, game. Right, so our right, memories are right.
0: completely ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> and that's why it—that's why the communication of it being um, physical, like we are here right now, yeah. reinforces the relationship we have because it reminds me. It reminds me, in a physical sense, that you're here right now, and it seems like that's what—what re- what just happened—is—is is real, or what just happened just happened.
1: Yeah. And for those of you who are listening, David just touched me. And yeah, right. It, and it felt good. Yeah, right, what? right. And so you know, so so
0: right there. When we listen to this later, I will be reminded that I did touch you, and then later on, I'll be reminded. Well, I don't know what I'll. Yeah, you'll
1: remember the memory.
0: Right. I'll and remember so the
1: memory. when we're trying to get, you know, I, so it's like, well, what? So what do you have? You have now. You have right this moment, which right. is what you're getting at. Is yes, that, and it's lovely because you're saying, "Well, what do you feel in the moment?" Right. And and then I I've started to add to it. Well, how did you behave? Remember, right. Dell used to have this. It's my favorite quote of Del Close. He said, um, "If you don't know what, uh, if you don't know what to do on stage, fall down and figure out what to do on the way. At least you're doing something." <laughs> Anybody got a cigarette? Right. <laughs> uh, right. But you know, so it's like, but but that's 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 interesting to right. me right. is that that what wait what did you just do right and then and then if you physicalize it or if you allow that physicalization then you're, the feeling comes. You know what? We, we deal with emotions at Second City a lot, not feelings. We deal with emotions. Right. And the reason we deal with emotions is because they go to the core. Right. The the emotion is that thing that you feel or the thing you do before you have a chance to think about it. Mm-hmm. Someone slaps you, right. you react right? emotionally. Right. Then later on, you add language later right. on. You say not much later on, but a moment later, be, on. yeah. Or it can be a, it can be months later. But you still have when that you emotion. Saw me, I wanted to kill you. Right. I still do. That's right. why I have a gun and I'm in your house. Right. Exactly. And we have a made-for-TV movie. And did
0: you make brownies? <laughs> it smells yeah. like fucking brownies. Yeah. Here.
1: No. Now it's a lifetime movie. Right. <laughs> Yay. Right. Yay.
0: But I still shoot you again <laughs> because
1: it's a Scorsese movie. It's okay. <laughs> Theater is not going to be around anymore. Neither is television. So right. it's all going to be for sh*t. We're all going to have <laughs>
0: Uh, the internet on our watch. We're going to be able, a, a watch. Will finally be what it is. Hey, listen. I think we, we will call it a watch because that's what we're
1: doing. If, we're Lucy watching. Are, if Lucy and Desi Arnaz can create incredible invention and discovery on this this new thing they're calling TV, yeah, it'll never replace radio. Right. Oh, go on with you. It's the wave of the future. No, it ain't. Right. If they, if those two, could create. The three camera, multiple camera technique, and on and on and on, and and redefine the sitcom in a new medium. What can we do in this new medium? You know, films, why it's a passing fancy? You know, it's no, it's the, it's, it is, and theater, and and I've been saying for years, theater is a, is a museum right. thing now. It's like symphony orchestras and opera. Right. It's very nice to have, and every city will have one. Right. But we are going to be have to find a place to create our story and stories. And think of it. I mean, if we get a point zero zero one percent of the audience on our whatever it's going to be that probably hasn't been invented yet, medium <laughs> to, to distribute to people. We're still talking to a half a million to a million people. And if they just pay one buck a month, one dollar a yeah, month, David, getting it we're getting, we are going to be earning hundreds of thousands of dollars every month. This is okay with me. <laughs> This is this is so much better than theater. It is that we communicate to we communicate to hundreds of thousands of people even if we get no audience. If if it doesn't even register on some kind of arbitron rating. Right. We still are able to talk to millions of people, share our stories. But there's something about being be in able
0: to But there's something about being, I I get it, I get it, I get it. And I also believe there's something about being, and this is, again, the museum that you're talking about, being in that place and experiencing that
1: experience. Oh, of course, that's why there'll be one. Right, one. (laughs) One. Right. And and some 20-year-olds who feel that the only way they can get into the new medium that hasn't been invented yet, whatever it is... Zircon. Right. It'll be called that, whatever it is called. will create a theater company so that agents can come and see them, maybe. Or maybe the, no. The hell, they're just going to put it on YouTube and see how many hits they but get. again, if they get ten thousand hits. YouTube monetizes right. it, and within two years they might get a contract with it, Zircon Network. Right. Right.
0: I, I, for me, I, feel, I look, I look at all the stuff that we're doing right now, and how what a fucking blast it is just to keep performing. But that is... Hey, David,
1: you know how blessed we are, you and, and, and those, the, the guys that we know? We are so intensely and incredibly blessed to be able to make a living doing what we love to do. And right. that's a, you know, I'm, I'm with my dad. And he's, uh, this. I was 35 years old, and he's picking me up from the airport in Minneapolis, and he's driving home, and he he doesn't say more than two words unless it's to criticize, which was my dad. And I Mm -hmm. loved him, you know, like crazy, but uh, he says, do you you like what you do? Mm -hmm. I went, Dad, I couldn't imagine doing anything else Mm -hmm. in life. He went, well, I guess there's something to be said for that. And keeps driving. That was it. It's the only conversation we ever had about it. But uh-huh. but he was he kind of had this That's what um I'm. I know, hi. Hello there. I know there. I've I have not seen you for twenty years. Maybe and thirty. Nineteen you maybe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well I was only six, so that Aww. was good. Yeah. <laughs> I meant that as a nice thing. <laughs> I always said the wrong you know, thing. That's apparent. That's apparent. Frickin' words. That's apparent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your dad gave you a compliment in that way? Where him saying, "Well, I guess that's a, well, that's a bad thing." Well,
1: compliment, no, but uh, certainly a, a kind of a, a kind of acceptance, right? That well, you may not be making money, right? But at least you are, uh, at, at least you are doing pursuing happiness.
0: Well, there's, there's something, and he,
1: and he had never done that because his right. whole life it was take care and provide for the family. Right? He had never found joy in any. He drove cab for 20 years.
0: He never found joy in anything.
1: That he did, yeah. Right. For a brief time, he was a stockbroker, mm-hmm. and I think he really liked that for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. But he, he was a bar owner. He was a cab driver. I mean, he he lived at night. Right. I wonder where we get it, right? It's right. That nocturnal thing. Oh my God, have.
0: Michael! I go to I go to bed at three o'clock in the morning. And I get up at eight, seven or eight, and it's like I'm up. Let's go. Yep. I just feel like? Look, here's the day. Let's do something. Yep. I don't want to go to bed. There's stuff out. There's, there's, still, stuff. there's, there's still, stuff. There's still There's still internet.
1: There's stuff there, going didn't on. I haven't finished the
0: internet yet. There's stuff going <laughs> right, on, David. Right, right. Well, I remember Martin DeMont, Martin, Martin saying, uh, you know, doing that like like know that you don't know and that and embrace the, the fact that you don't know, and it's not a negative thing. It's like, look at all the stuff that you get to do, and how Dell was the same sort of way, where he's yeah. like, what are you reading? What are you paying attention to? Yeah. What are you listening to? What and, and to be inspired. Dell would come in, and i mentioned it before on the podcast, Dell would come in to teach he's one of his drop-in classes or one of his classes. And he would just say, oh, I saw this thing today, and so today we're going to do this thing. And we would work on the thing that we were
1: doing yeah. that day. Oh, I remember sitting with Don, Don Polo and I would go over to Dell's house. He'd do notes, and we'd go to, over and have a drink somewhere at a bar. Right. And then we'd go to Dell's house. And uh-huh. we, we used to call it, let's go over to Dell's house and get real notes. Right. And this was like 1 in the morning. Uh-huh. And we'd stay till 3 or 4 in the morning, uh-huh. and we'd get real notes. And right. we'd talk about it. And he said, oh, you don't know this book? The dynamic of physics in 1492, here, take this, take this home, read it. We're going to do a scene about it tomorrow. Right. And I'd be expected to have read the book by rehearsal at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 12 hours later. Right. And I would do it. You know, I'd speed through, read, I I would do it because Dell needed me to have that book read. Right and you cuz he felt that you needed to have that book right and he felt that that was part of the gig right part of right. the job was to continually feed that brain that's
0: part of the acting thing and how many actors are reading books on acting where it's like
1: just read a book about something else just read anything. a book about something and do else. something well right. that's the thing it it takes um a really good actor is also very intelligent and curious yeah yeah, there's got to be curiosity. Well,
0: I, you know, I had I had um, I had Carl uh, Gottlieb on, and you know, part of the committee, one of the committee members, and wrote Jaws, oh, and yeah. wrote The Jerk, and wrote for Bob Newhart, and wrote for the Smothers Brothers, and wrote David Crosby's autobiographies. You know, helped him write those autobiographies. And I look at that and I said, "Look at all the things you've done." He goes, "Why not?" Why am, not? Why not? Why yeah. not look at I this is what I do. I am a sponge and I'm also a disseminator of information yeah.
1: Yeah. and it's easy to get um, hung up on selling yourself right and and all the things you have to do in the show business
0: right but it's your, it's your friend that was at the picket line saying, you know why we can do this? Why can't we do this?
1: Because we can.
0: Right. And the more that we, the more raw materials we have in order to pick on, choose, and do all
1: that stuff makes our scenes so much easier. It makes our, not easier, makes our scenes richer. And we, you and I as teachers have to be really careful. It's easy to get into, and I've been in it for a couple years, and I'm like just stretching like a baby waking up. It's like, oh, I've got to get out and do stuff. Because it's really easy to get hung up on teaching. Yeah. And, and doing an occasional show here, right. a gig there. And right. so you improvise with some buddies on Wednesday night when you're in Tucson, Arizona. Right. Great. But that's not really the work as we want to do it or right. as we perceive it. So right. the work we have to do is, has to be in conjunction with. So it's got to be a combination of teaching and doing. And, and so it's. And, and Keep I've, teaching and living. Like teaching and living. Well, that's the third component. Doing living because unless you live you've got nothing to say right and also nothing to use like for me I teach and then I go out in the world. Yeah. And I go, That's just like what I was well. It's like living in Los Angeles In what right? way? Los Angeles says what do you got for me? I'll buy it here. Right. T- I'm taking taking right. taking right. And after about two years you're in LA going Oh, my God, I got. there's nothing, there's been no input. It's all been output. For so a you've lot got, of people, right. So you got to go home to Chicago or you right. got to go someplace to right. get your batteries charged and get input again. And, right. and you don't get it? I Well, had for the me, I feel scientists. it's
0: different now. I feel it's different now because there, uh, maybe it's just because I just see more and I've got the blinders off and I'm saying I just can't live my life focused on getting a fucking carnationist and breakfast commercial. They do those, right? They must. Um, I have do to go still off, have <laughs> I, like, Do they? I don't know. I don't watch. Te- <laughs> and here's the thing: I don't watch television. I just don't watch television. And one of the things about that is, I, I, you know, I could say I should watch more television, but I just don't care. So I'm following these other things that are bringing me bliss and joy and nachos yeah. and getting all that stuff out of it, and going, okay, fine. I'm living
1: my life. I'm doing the third component. Yeah.
0: Which is giving me the other, which is jazzing the other So my wife
1: and I had um, uh, our fifth wedding anniversary this weekend. Thank you. And so, (laughs) um, you know what she did? She surprised me. She took me to River Falls, Wisconsin, and we went fly fishing. It was like, and there you are in the middle of the stream. And that's where I found any kind of sense of uh, deity or power, higher power, (coughs) excuse me, or any of that stuff. Um, was in a, in the middle of a trout stream, right? And so uh, and she went and she went I like this too so now we're trout fishing right? and and we're in the middle of the stream and bir- uh, the blue heron comes down and says how do you right. do and We're we're throwing the flies and we're um, we, we caught a couple trout catch at release. It was nice uh-huh. but so it's like taking yourself into another world, whether it's nature or Europe, if you can get there, if you have the wherewithal, or even going like to your local zoo or arboretum or a museum or read a book. <laughs> Take a bus to some neighborhood and right. go, you know, be alive in that place be alive in your in, yeah Be present in your life, and it's the same thing we teach David It's exactly what Del was talking about about making it a, a religion or, 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 or a cult or whatever It's that idea that what we teach is be alive in the present focus out Make discoveries. Let yourself be in reaction to those sco- discoveries. And that's what we do. We, if we live, if we really live our lives and go out and make discoveries, our reaction is we create a play. We write a script. <laughs> right. We tell the story. Right. Our reaction is to share it. Right. Whether people want to hear it or not—that's a major point too. But we've got to go. I cannot not tell this story. Yeah. and you have to. And the the magic of it is, you start to learn how to tell it in in your own way. Right, in your voice. And I think that that was one of the things
0: that I got at Second City. And I've talked about this before. Is Second City for me? And I don't remember who said this. Like they were the midwife of my voice. So. They were the ones that encouraged me to do all those things.
1: And we have to understand that Second City was a place to learn and grow. It is. It does not define us. No. It only encouraged us. Right. For good or ill. I think that that was
0: a major thing. That's a major thing is Second City, for me, I felt that there was no doctrine that I had to adhere to. It was just, what, what do you got to do? And it?
1: Second City is different. I mean, look, it, Second City is it is not the logo it is not the brand right. it is not the 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 business division yep. or the training center division right. or the or the division division or the mm-hmm. marketing department second city is on any given night the six or seven people that are on that main stage <laughs> right. period that's what <laughs> second city is right that's and same. everything else spins around that right and and on any given night you change one of those you put somebody else in for somebody Mm -hmm. and you change that you have changed the definition of Second City right and it evolves and it changes on a nightly basis that that those six or seven people down there in that theater uh, I say down there because I work on the fourth I floor. Yeah, no, but, I know you But you know, those seven or six, those the, they are second city tonight, right? And tomorrow night it'll be something else, right? And that's what makes it exciting because right. it's a, a, a it's a living, it's a it's a live tile, right, <laughs> on, on your Windows Phone. Right. You know, it <laughs> right. Is. Right.
0: no, but th- that that is so true, and it's and it's true for everyone down there, and everybody working yeah. down there, everybody working down there, and. And, but it's also about life. Like yeah. tonight is not tonight. Now is now, and tomorrow yeah. is going to be something very different. And and so when you're down there, when you're uh, or up there on stage, mm-hmm. when you're up there on stage, um, how do you make? And I'm not asking a question. How do you make that that show that you've been doing for three
1: months, eight times a week? How do you make that moment that moment fresh Mm -hmm. and that's the that's the truth of acting hey you know when we when i was learning how to be an actor um when i was young young um they uh, everything was geared towards you rehearse and you rehearse and you rehearse towards opening night right and opening night you set it in cement right and then you have to recreate opening night well we already know memory is 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 stupid and we don't really remember so by the third month you're trying to remember what you did and you can't no that's why opening night has to be the beginning of the process rehearsal is to get you to the beginning not to get you to the end right so opening night is the beginning and if we keep rediscovering (sighs) every single show you rediscover those moments you just focus out and rediscover and then the show is as alive and fresh as it was opening night because there's no product there's just process yeah or process yeah and and yeah and uh, uh, yeah that's how we get product I mean without getting too graphic about it, I mean we're like we're like worms. We go through and we eat the dirt and it comes out the back end of shit. And what the right. audience is watching is the shit. <laughs> right? And hopefully it's really good shit. <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. Well, oh, I was
0: gonna end but I can't end on that. <laughs> but I can end on this. Thank you, Michael. That Thank was awesome. You David. Oh my god. <laughs> Every year I get to work with Michael and Gary Austin, who was the founder of The Groundlings, at the wonderful Artistic New Direction retreat in New York City. We work with Scotty Watson, Christine Niven, and a bunch of other awesome, awesome artists. Uh, We're going to be doing it again in November. Uh, If you're interested, A-N-D is their initials, and uh, Google it, and you're going to find out. Thank you, Michael, for for everything that you've done. Thank you, Ian Foley, for... um, being a producer and for recording that and letting me just laugh with my friend (laughs) oh what a blast add also thanks laura parker my co-producer and we thank you if you have uh, any comments please send them to me at dave at addcomedy.com and i will get back to you just as soon as i can thank you everybody
1: and uh we'll hear you in our ears